It's me, Sam Hickman, and you're listening to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast where I talk about my life and work in the freelance as a freelance musician in the gig economy and my meteoric rise to fame. Hello. <laughs> the beginning of the end. This is what we call this. The end of what? Who knows? Who knows and who can say? Um, welcome. Welcome. Uh, it's been another stressful week of personal bullshit nonsense, but... There were lots of professional successes and a lot of exciting things happened this week. So uh, let's let's get into it. What did you do this week? Okay, okay. This is this is just like this is just an aside, an aside. Um, but like a thing that I realized this week is like my favorite childhood moment. So I went busking and I came back uh, and I was on the way back and I was like, oh yeah, my favorite childhood moments are when I like had anger and I got to express the anger. Like I got to yell at someone or I got to like do something or I got to hit something, you know, or I got to break something. Like I feel like as an adult and as a professional, you're not like you can't yell. Like I can't yell at someone. That would be firstly very rude. Secondly, very unprofessional, but also like like it. I like there's no I can't I can't do that now whereas like as a teen and as a child like I just had this vivid memory of this one time again this is hello I'm not a hero in my own stories I'm just like a fierce anti-villain um one time like when I was maybe I don't know like 11 or something and my bedtime was 9 30 and my parents were like I think it was like a school night and like I stayed up and it was like 10 and I was like <laughs> and I was really mad <laughs> for some reason I was really fucking mad that no one was like Sam go to bed <laughs> because I love being told firstly being told what to do and secondly a routine I love a routine and so I was like shocked that no one was like Sam it's 9 30 go to bed and I was like oh! <laughs> it's like outrage and I just remember yelling at my mother you witch I love that. That's like like truly like climbing the stairs to my bedroom. <laughs> Devastated that I missed my bedtime. <laughs> I just had that vivid childhood memory come up like this week and I was like, "Oh yeah, I like truly like firstly <laughs> I, it really gives you an idea of how, like, how good a child I was. Like, I never got into trouble. I never really did anything wild. I, I just, I just yelled at my mother once for not telling me what my bedtime was. <laughs> just like, just like, I was so mad. But I got to express that, that anger. And I feel like as an adult, I never get to do that. Like, I never just get to yell. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, um, so now as an adult, I just kind of like scream and cry and yell in my car, which is, um, it's not the same. It's not the same if there's not another person who like to yell at, um, which you won't get, which you won't get in trouble. Um, so this week I also like, I had one of those wedding requests. Okay. I had one of these like weddings where they drop you like a last minute email and they're like, hey, so can you do like an hour before and then an hour afterwards? And I was like, hi, um, I can. It'll be a hundred pounds more and we'll just treat it like a drinks reception. Uh, do you want me to add that to the invoice? <laughs> and the woman was like, no, don't worry. We sorted it. I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, she was like, oh, we got the singers to do like a little bit earlier and we got um, like, oh, no, no, no. I, yeah, like there were like singers that they had that they like obviously like either moved a little bit closer to the end of the ceremony or whatever or like the beginning. Either way, either way, it's like, oh, okay. Somebody else was like, sure, we don't mind doing another hour, you know, or they were cheaper. I doubt that. They were, it says singer, so who knows? Um, yeah, I was I, like, cause, cause 
you get that so much where they're like, hey, can you do an extra 45 minutes? And you're like, sure, no problem. And I feel like I spent years being like, absolutely, thank you. No, it's free. And now I'm just like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, if I'm coming to work and you're asking me to work more, that's you're asking me to work more. Um, but they didn't go for it. But I was very brave and I... <laughs> And I did that. I also booked a gig um, on Encore. And this one is wild. So it was like, they they do this thing where they put the posting up and then for some reason people will like direct message me to get a quote on the Encore app. And um, they don't have quotas for that. So mommy dearest over here is like, I want all the money. Well, they take like truly so much money, Encore, that I was like, okay, I'm going to quote you like, it's like a wedding in like December. I was like, I'm gonna quote you like 550 pounds. It's in Bristol. Um, it's it's a ceremony. Um, but like like truly, Encore will take 120 pounds of that. And I'm like, oh okay, that's. I mean, it's not bad, but and it's good. But at the same time, it's like, uh, I, uh, eh, what are you gonna do? Eh, what are you gonna do? Anyway, um, my favorite. My favorite thing about uh, before we get into actual professional things, I'm just telling you things that happened this week that were really good. So I was coming back from the allotment on like I don't know, let's say Friday or something, and I passed two teens on bicycles in my neighborhood singing Vanessa Carlton's "A Thousand Miles." Wrong. <laughs> they were like making my way downtown on my bike. <laughs> it's like, oh, how how? Firstly, how did they? Um, how did they know that song? And secondly, how did they get the lyrics so wrong? It was like, and I was like, it took me a while to be like, oh, what, what are they, what are these, what are these teen boys singing in my neighborhood? Just like hoodies on like their little bicycles. I was like, what's, what's happening here? And they were like, it's a tune honestly it's a tune um, yeah um oh and i also watched um the dark crystal reboot and i have a lot of thoughts about that so the dark crystal is a movie from the 1980s it is by uh jim henson uh you know muppets muppets and sesame street and it's like a very serious sci-fi like thing about like an alien race that comes down and enslaves a planet but we don't learn that they've done that until this this reboot oh spoiler alert for the reboot skip ahead like three minutes um you're not gonna watch it you're either you've either watched it and you were like yes or you're not gonna watch it in which case here we go. You don't have to watch it. Okay. Okay. So there is... The, essentially, there is an alien race that comes down to a planet that's like a sentient planet um, that has like a like a, like a a deity, like a, like a human deity. And the, the alien race goes down to the planet and gets split in half, essentially. And so there's like the evil Skeksis and then like the nice mystics who do fuck all. Um, and so they're, the Skeksis pretend that they're like a, like a, like a benevolent overlord to the, to the planet and so they um convince the like walking deity mother ogra that she should give them the crystal and they will give her like a space travel mind machine or whatever anyway they break the crystal because classic you know <laughs> classic anyway they break the crystal and they're like harnessing its power to like try and keep living forever you know anyway Meanwhile, there is this underling, like, race called the Gelflings, um, who, like, serve the Skeksis or whatever, and, like, do stuff and feed them, essentially. Um, and so they, they find the Skeksis figure out that they can drain the essence of these Gelflings and then drink the essence and keep living. Um, so they, um, all of a sudden, you are watching this fun, like, camp fantasy adventure with a bunch of Muppets in it and all of a sudden there is a holocaust like it's just like surprise this got dark really fucking quickly like all of a sudden they are like like they're 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 going to like the all madra the queen of all the gelflings and they're like give us seven of your finest people um from all of your tribes get him in the van and then like yeah and 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 they don't know why they're going in the van and we all know why they're going in the van oh it's upsetting it is upsetting honestly it's horrifying 
absolutely not. Um, yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it if that sounds like a lot, because it is a lot. It is a fucking lot. And I was not prepared for it. I was like, oh, I wish someone had told me this got very upsetting very quickly. Um, but then I was like five hours into it and I was like, oh, I gotta see how it ends. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was a lot. It was a lot, which is why I am shouting at you. The Dark Crystal on Netflix. Um, emphasis on the dark. Uh, Jesus, wow. Wow, a lot of puppets. The only like real fun thing was like the occasional like Henson-y moments that like, like, cause there'll be just like moments where you're like, oh, it's a puppet. Like, <laughs> like, like just a puppet will do like a classic like little Muppet dancey type thing. And you'll be like, oh, it's a puppet. This is fun. And, like, at the end, there's, like, this bit where they, like, win or whatever. Spoiler alert. You weren't going to watch it. Let's be honest. It's ten hours. It's a ten-hour-long movie, essentially, with twists and turns. There is... Okay, there's a lot of upsetting scenes that are... So, it's it's meant to be PG. That is the rating that Netflix gives the, gives the series. There was one scene where a gelfling is fully just, like, just impaled on a sword halfway through just surprise impalement like it goes straight through her and like there's this one scene where Skeksis is beating up like this this like little like friend <laughs> this little friend um and they cut away to like a, a bird in a cage just getting blood spattered on it like it is upsetting I would not watch this show if I <laughs> knew um if i knew it was gonna be as dark as it was i've been like oh this is gonna be dark this is gonna get dark real quickly but they're like the bit at the end there's this bit at the end which makes it all worthwhile which is like they they the gelflings win in the end or whatever and they're all like they're all like muppeting around and you realize the extent of how many fucking characters they made into this show <laughs> because they're like oh rian oh genevieve and they're just like muppets like looking around just bobbing around like waving and hugging at each other like and you're like it's just this list of characters that you cannot remember <laughs> it's just like okay you know when you know when you're in a group going to an event with like a, like a friend's like a friend's party but like you're coming in a group and like there is a group there and it's like in a public place and like you um this is before you're like I'm not a hugger don't fucking touch me um <laughs> I'm not don't please don't <laughs> like and you have to be like like the performative friendship of like oh Sally let me hug you oh Chris hello and like you're like like just pivoting like a muppet and you're just like like your arms are flailing and you're having to like hug all these people and say their names and hug all the people and say their names you know it, it, it's that it's five minutes of that and I was like oh this is funny like firstly this is funny secondly there are way too many characters in this show. Like, there are way too many Muppets in this show. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah, that was The Dark Crystal. Anyway, back to the more 13 minutes in, we're actually going to get to what I'm excited about this week. Hi, it's me, a woman who is in the newspaper. Yes, yes, bitch. Do you hear that? That's print media calling. Yes. Okay, so I got an email last week um, that was like, it, it was literally like, hey, do you have any nice photos for your Marge and the Moon show that we can promote in the Metro on the 6th of September? And I was like, this sounds like a scam. What do you want from me? But that, no, I literally just sent them a nice photo and was like, here's the bio. There you go. And I was like, it's not going to happen. Like, it's it's not going to happen. Because I feel like in my life, I've, I've spent so much time being like, oh, a news outlet has picked up a thing. And then I never hear from them again. Whales online. More like whales on lies. Um, but like, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's not going to happen. So... Friday comes around and I walk down. I'm like, where the fuck firstly do I get a metro? So I'm like walking to the train station. I go to Queen Street and I'm like, I'm like, okay, there's no metros here. Where do I get a metro? And so I'm like, I'm going to walk down to Central Station. So I walk all the way down to Central Station and I find one, like a metro. I find like the little like, here's a metro. There you go. And I'm like, I'm just going to get one because uh, then... 
if I'm not in it, it's less embarrassing. Like, if I'm not in it, then I haven't, like, picked up a bunch of... Again, the Metro, for our international readers, is... For our international listeners, is a free newspaper that they give you on the train, essentially. Or the bus. Or the... Or the other mode of transport. Train, bus. Automobile. Um, hot air balloon. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get one copy, because I don't think I... Firstly, I was like, I don't think I'm in it. That was too cavalier. That was too cavalier. Um, so I'm, like, flicking through, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not in it. No, no. And then I see my beautiful fucking face, and I'm like, oh my god, look, it's me. I'm in the newspaper. And I was like, I gave them... Like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be... I was also like, I, I'm gonna get one because it's probably gonna be like this little tiny thumbnail that's like, Sam Hickman at the moon. There you go. Whereas like, it is just like a full quarter of a page. Like it is huge. And I'm like, yes, I made it. So it is in um, yeah, your top, your local top 10 by Sammy Jones. I don't know who that is, but I assume I got kudos from having a name Sam. I think that's why I'm number five. Anyway. There's like a lot of things. There's like a lot of things. I am um, number five out of 10 for the things you can see this week. Marge in the Moon on the 10th of September. If you don't fucking know, get your goddamn tickets. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I'm literally like right right there. Just like, bum, ba bum, bum, bum. Here I am. Look at me now. Um, like this beautiful Taylor Green collection. <laughs> confection. Let's say confection. And like the Rianne Dixon photography. Just like in the newspaper. We did it. We made it, guys. Um, and I'm like, like, I'm truly, I'm number five, and number eight is the St. Fagans Food Festival, which I did just come from uh, today. And like, number 10 is Christina Bianco, my nemesis. I'm starting another celebrity feud. Um, <laughs> I'm announcing it now. I'm starting another celebrity feud with Christina Bianco, um, the impressionist. You know, she does the impressions. She's no Christina Perry, Petty, but Christina Petty would recommend she does like a lay is actually no she does like i'm telling you as like several different like broadway things i love it i love her she's fantastic she did a lot of uh forbidden broadway and then christina bianca came on and did a bit more forbidden broadway and i think christina petty's impressions are better there we go uh, anyway the tale of two christinas um I think she's called Christine Petty. Never mind. Anyway, 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 anyway. I'm gonna read you what it says in the moon in the in the um in the thing. So it says Marge in the Moon, and it's that picture of me, you know, with my hand or whatever, being iconic. Hi. Singing uh, Sam Hickman is a singing harpist from the good city of Cardiff. Questionable. Um, as well as plucking some angelic chords at wedding breakfasts. She didn't know what that was. Um, she also appears as her playful alter ego, Marge. Hmm. Um, uh, oh, carrying on. Uh, Marge. Oh, wait. Um, at this fundraiser for community-run venue, The Moon, Marge, question mark, uh, will combine jazz harp, theat the musical theater, and telling of hilarious stories about the man who got away. I'm going to read you what I sent them, because, um... I don't know where they got a lot of their things from, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, um, that's, 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 uh, that's, that's not what I, that's not what I wrote, um, because the blog is literally like Sam Hickman singing harpist, um, the something 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna find the description of the actual event because nowhere in it does it say marge is a character or an alter ego or anything i'm just like oh no <laughs> like oh they made up a thing and it's bad oh, this is awkward this is awkward for you I'm still trying to find the the blurb that I wrote for this. I wrote a really good blurb and they didn't use it. Um and they did not use it, which is a shame. Ooh, this this thing is really cold. My main toes. I'm trying to climatize to the dropping temperatures. Um because apparently it takes a lot longer to be like 
the the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful, you know? It takes, apparently it takes longer for your body to acclimate to um, colder temperatures. And I'm just trying to like get ahead of the curb, you know? I'm just trying to be like, here, here we are, a little bit colder, a little bit older. Like, that's my, that's my only real goal. Um... Yeah, so I've I'm just trying to like not not wear um oh my goodness, can you play play with me for for a second? Hold on. I've I wrote a good blurb and I have to read the blurb for you so that you can judge for yourself um what the Ooh, 22 people are going. That's exciting. Based on the album, the only song in my heart is for you. Singing harpist Sam Hickman details the rise and fall of the man that got away. In a show that is hilarious, insightful, and downright silly, marrying jazz, harp, musical theater, and comedic storytelling. That's great. That's everything, and that's also very serious. And nowhere in there is there that Marge is an... Like, ugh. Ugh. Anyway, the the Marge of it all is that there is like a bit, there's a Marge bit in the show. Um, and I don't want to ruin it now. I don't want to spoil it. But um, I wrote I wrote a joke about it and it's really good. Um, but I am going to have to say at the beginning, contrary to what you may have read in the papers, I will not be portraying Marge. I will be portraying, I will be performing as myself, Sam Hickman. Um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the moon. Um, but yeah, I was like truly, truly fucking gagged that I was in the, the metro, in the news. I was in the news and that's really what matters. But it continues my ongoing struggle with um, mainstream media for them to um, actually write the, th- the thing that I have put, that, that I have done. Because like the same thing happened when I got interviewed about like the busking license change. And I like the guy was like, what do you think about it? And I was like, I don't know if it's, if it, if it's good, it'll be good. And if it's bad, it'll be bad. And then the newspaper, the like, the like website, like this was on the BBC. The thing was like, Sam Hickman welcomes the change. <laughs> it's like, fuck my life. Why am I like this? Anyway, anyway, so, um, yeah, I, there is, okay, firstly, there is a lot to be said. I'm doing a lot of firstlies and secondlies today, but there is a lot to be said for working with, like, a grassroots venue that really values your work. Like, I have, like, because this is all the moon, isn't it? Like, they they obviously put it out there and put up everything that I was doing the show, and then, like, the Metro got in touch. Like, like th- that's it. They put out a listing because... If people come to their venue, it means that they make more money. And it's also part of their fundraisers. So I think, like, the amount of venues that I've worked with where you book the thing and they do nothing. Like, like, like when we did, um, when Cardiff Consort, my wonderful, um, singing group back in, um, back in 2015, when we, um, did a show at, uh, Made in Cardiff, the, the, the art space Made, it just says Made on the side of the building, um, it's up off Albany Road, but I was like, oh, we'll do it there because one, they have a really good following and like two, it's a very small space so we can sell it out and they they did nothing they like they they didn't promote it at all um and it, it's just like like and they didn't even like make the facebook event like they the, they didn't like do the thing and then co-host thing whereas like the moon they were like oh i've done it i put you as a co-host because like they have the following like they have that inbuilt structure and the, the the infrastructure to do everything to promote it and they have that following that'll see it and they have like all of this like like not like not resources as, as in money but resources as in they do the thing and I was just like oh this is the first time that a venue has actually appreciated that I'm doing a thing at their thing like because I'm not paying for the space um in fact I think they're paying me um and so, like, they, it's it's in their best interest that it, it makes money and that people come to it and that it's properly promoted. And I just, like, I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to, to, to work, to, like, book a venue that actually wants you there. That's fucking great. Um, so, would recommend The Moon. <laughs> and I'll see you all there on Tuesday for my show, Marge in the Moon, where I will be playing Slurm Zichmov, singing Herpist. Anyway, um, also there is a lot to be said for good promotional material because um, 
I have very good promotional material. Thank you, Rianne Dixon and Taylor Green. But like, I, I just like, yeah, yeah. I like, like, there are nice pictures of me now, which is really all that I needed. This whole time, that's all that I needed. Anyway, um, but finally, for this segment, um, there is a newspaper clipping for someone to pin to a wall if they ever want to, like, hunt me down. Or, I don't know, if I ever get, like, a sycophant um, that's as obsessed with me as I am with me, um, then, hey, they can um, pin this to their cork board and uh, draw some strings around it, so... Is it weird that I have a shrine to myself in my home? Okay, this is okay. This is a thing that I started doing a while ago, but whenever I have like leaflets or something for like a thing, I will like print out, like I'll I'll keep one of the one of the flyers and I will put it in a frame and I will stick it up on my wall as like a gallery wall. Thank you. I'm artsy. But like I have like a couple and I really I really like it because otherwise I feel like you forget the the things that you do. Like, I, I think that's, that's literally it. You like, like, cause I don't know. You're too busy doing the thing that you're just like, I got to do the thing. And then, then I'll think about it. And like, if you have like nice promo things as I do, um, I don't know. It's just nice to put up there. And then you're like, oh, I know when I did this. So <laughs> there, there we go. I know when I did this and I know how much tickets were. Tickets are five pounds in advance or eight pounds on the door at Margin of the Moon on Tuesday. Thank you. Um, come, it's tomorrow. Uh, for you, for you, for me, it's two days out. So I've, I've got time to mess up. Um, I was doing like rehearsals. So because of this nonsense personal drama that I've been going through, I've literally not been able to rehearse at fucking all because I've literally just been having to do this like mundane personal nonsense which I could probably tell you about by like the end of next month um it's very boring and um reeks of privilege but um yeah I like because I've had to do so much work for that I haven't been able to rehearse for my show all week and I'm like oh fuck my life it is literally it's literally on Tuesday. And so I did like a rehearsal yesterday and I was like, I got to the end of it and I was like, oh, I fully forgot what, like a full song. Like, like I just completely forgot one. And then I did like a, like um, the wonderful Crash Wiggly and Jazz came over and they were like my little test audience for it, which was good. Um, and I just sort of like ran through everything and it was just nice to have like a little audience that I can just like do the thing do the thing in front of just to make sure that like I don't know the jokes quote-unquote were funny quote-unquote oh also this week I promoted my Instagram story yes 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 um I so okay so okay I think I finally cracked it. I think I, like, it was, like, I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I was like, like an idiot. I was like, oh, I'm gonna promote a post. <laughs> because that's what everyone does. They're like, let me just promote a post. And I'm like, oh, wait. Firstly, people really like my Instagram stories. People engage with them. People watch them. Why don't I just play to my strengths and promote one of those instead? You know? You know? So that's what I did. And people loved it. People loved it. People actually DM'd me. Like, a lot a lot of people went to the website. Like, a lot. And now I'm like, did I put the right fucking website on? <laughs> I, I think I did, but there's really no way of... There's really no way of testing it, because, um... I don't... I don't know where it is. Yeah, so it reached... Um, so I did it for, like, three days? It was, like, 20 pounds. Um... And I did it for, I think, four days. Four people followed me because of it. Um, so, like, it was, like, 300 and... No, 3,600 people, like, so it came up on their phones. 97% um, didn't follow me. Um, and of the, that gigantic number of people, only 164 people skipped away, which is interesting and says a lot about my cult personality. Um, yeah, but like, like 32 people actually clicked on this thing. 80 people went to my website, went to my like profile and 34 people went 
all the way to the website, like to book tickets. So I don't know if they actually book tickets or not because I don't have it. I'm not in charge of that. But if some strangers show up, please be nice to them, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But I had like people messaging me and it was it was a delight. I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. Um, But it was like, 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 I think finding something that like finally makes sense because like, I think for me, there are like so many ways of promoting things. Like I could have done another poster campaign. I could have done like a, just a promoted Facebook thing. I could have done like a promoted tweet. I could have done like a promoted like post on Instagram. But like, I think like, like finding the thing that people enjoyed the most and that you get the most engagement on and then just amplifying that to a different audience is is maybe the key so maybe integrate that into your own life (laughs) integrate that into your own life think of the thing that people like the most that you put out content wise and then just just promote that I think that's I think that's a helpful marketing tool for everyone involved play to your strengths the thing that I haven't been doing this whole fucking time I've spent so many years not doing the right thing. But yeah, that was that was interesting. No one no one has bought tickets, I assume. I, I assume none of those people actually bought tickets. Um, or they did. Or they were like, wow, it's five pounds. No. <laughs> Hard pass. Anyway, um, I um, had caffeine this week as well, which was um, interesting because I, I, I famously gave up caffeine because of acid reflux and I was like I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a coffee and I'm gonna look through the metro that I'm in because I went out for breakfast because <laughs> I'm bougie now I was like I'm gonna have ham and cheese croissant and I am going to eat um and I'm going to have a caramel macchiato <laughs> and I, I was like walking to like a lunch meeting and my, my heart was racing I was like am I terrified about walking down the street what's happening and I was just like oh oh I had I had caffeine <laughs> I should know what it's like um yeah so this week has literally just been like a, a, bit, a few bits of busking a lot of show rehearsals this weekend which has been good um and i've been recording it so that i can listen back and make sure i hit all the notes so i'm like like i'm playing the record so i'm doing the thing as like as the show as a rehearsal all the way through and then i'm recording that as i do it and then i am listening back while looking at my script to make sure that i hit all of the points that i that I have there and then also integrating new things if I think of new things which is really good really useful um really good really useful um so I went to a food festival this week I don't know if you know this but I went to a food festival I'm in a much better mood this week can you tell (laughs) can can you tell I was in the newspaper (laughs) it's me your most famous friend who's been in the newspaper now for a good thing not a bad thing playing her alter ego someone else um the Mariska Hargitay um anyway so like I so Horizons asked me to come and play at the St. Fagans Food Festival which is a food festival at St. Fagans Museum which is this national museum like it, it's it's in the Welsh it's in the Cardiff countryside and it's essentially they've recreated a Welsh village in the in the Cardiff countryside there you there you go there you have it and so I was like oh of course and they were like can we pay you 50 pounds and I was like no make it 80 and they were like sure and I was like I should ask for more money um but like so yeah we I was like so last week I was like I'm gonna come in a full gown and all of my regalia and and so I did and so I did so um they were like get there for 10 my set was at 11.30 on the Sunday. Get there for 10. Um, and I, I don't know, like, hope for the best. Um, it was like, get there for 10. You start at 11.30. And so I got there for 10. The museum wasn't even open yet. I had to, like, stand outside with all the tourists waiting to be let in. And I was like, okay, eventually I'll be let in. Um, and, yeah, I did I did that. And then I was like, uh, where am I going? So there were like all of these different stages. There were like six different stages or something ridiculous. Were they any of them labeled? No, none of them were labeled on the map. It was it was a farce. It was a farce. Um, so like yeah, I was in the Galia stage. Um, Galia stage. And um, was it 
Was it mentioned on the map? No. <laughs> you just had to kind of guess where it was. And that's my favorite part. I love guessing. Um, so I'm like, um, so so I go to the reception and I'm like, hi, where am I going? And so like the, the, the nice lady on reception points it out. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Also, I need a parking permit. And she's like, uh, who are you with? And I'm like, like Horizons. She's like, oh, all of their parking permits have gone. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, I have a parking permit. They have, they've reserved me a parking permit. And I'm like fully crawling onto the, onto the desk at this point. And she's like, oh, Sam Hickman. Yeah, you're here. Here's a parking permit. I was like, thank God. <laughs> I nearly had like a, like, again, I, so I got a bit, ate, oh, shut up. Shh, shh, shh. There we go. Um, That's the end of the episode. Bye, everyone. No, you'll never get rid of me. I'm the most famous woman you've ever met. Um, It's me. It's me. I'm going to throw my phone at this mirror in a minute. Is it weird that I do this in front of a mirror? I think it'd be weirder if I did it in front of anything else. Um, I I just think that's facts. It's like eating dinner in front of a mirror. It makes you feel less alone. Um, Anyway, so like, yeah, I get up at 8 a.m. on on a Sunday to put on like essentially full drag like I am just contoured to the gods right now I'm doing like a winged liner I'm doing like a smoky gold eye I put on lashes that's how serious I took this because I was like I am now a look queen I'm trying to compensate for my epic lack of any form of talent by just being attractive you know that's all I'm here for nice photos Nothing else matters. I spent all of my, I spent so much of my career trying to be good at my job and look where that got me. But the minute I start just looking like my face, um, looking like my face, that's when it all turned around for all Sammy. Anyway, so like I get the car parking permit, blah, 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 blah. I try and find this stage and I take a wrong turn and I end up in the middle of a field and I'm like, where am I meant to be going? And and the, the one of the volunteers was like, yeah, you're in this field, you wanna be in this field. And I was like, oh. And then I finally get there and surprise, surprise, it's fucking muddy. And surprise, surprise, I'm playing in a bandstand that has steps, um, which is just a nightmare. And also I'm there an hour early, like a full hour and 15 minutes early, which is like, fine I guess but at the same time it's like could could we have not like I thought for some reason okay so for some reason I thought some faggots was all inside (laughs) hey I'm not the brains here I'm just beautiful I'm just beautiful. So I was like, because I've only ever been to the castle. So St. Fagans has like the museum and it has the castle, which is like just around the corner from it. And I've only ever played weddings at the castle, as you well know, because I've talked about them on this podcast. Um, and so I was like, oh, and like people have been like, oh, they, they, it's a whole Welsh village that they've recreated. And I was like, and I've only ever been to the outside of the main building. And the main building is huge. Like the main building is like, like an airport hangar it is gigantic and i was like oh they've recreated a welsh town inside this giant hangar that's not the case that the whole town is outside and it is the size of a small village like (laughs) i I wish someone had been like hey you're gonna have to push your harp like almost a mile around this this village (laughs) this pretend village this fictional village um, oh gosh, I've deleted all of my notes. Um, just to like, um, just to get it all, just to do the thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, you're going to have to like go up and down all of these hills. And I'm like, oh God, I wish someone had been like, yeah, and it's going to be muddy because then I wouldn't have, um, changed. Um, so I, yeah, so we, we got the, the sound tech kind of turns up. He's a handsome man who makes eye contact with me. Um, so I'm like, hi, I love you. Please be my husband. Um, I'm, I'm truly, I'm truly just like, oh, a man who takes my, like we were doing the sound check and, and he was like taking all of my things on board and like, like, like we did it in the, in the space of, I literally just did like, tell me by Toto, uh, tell me by Dodo Green as my like sound check song. And we just like had like conversations back and forth about like reverb and all that nonsense and feedback and whatever. And I was like, oh, oh, 
a man who can do his job without patronizing me? Am I love? Is this love? <laughs> Is this love? <laughs> honestly, 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 truly, when you have spent enough of your career being talked down to by sound techs and all these men in these industries, like... A man who can do his job properly without being like really fucking patronizing. I'm just like, what a treat. <laughs> I was like, well, are you my boyfriend? <laughs> Is this love? <laughs> anyway, so we did that and I was like, oh, I have a full hour until I have to be on stage. Um, I'm going to go back and get my get my cup of tea from my car, which again is a mile away. So I go back, I go through their giant airport hangar visitor center, past waves of tourists, and I get to my car and I'm like, and I'm also holding all of my gown stuff because I'm like, I'm gonna go get my cup of tea, change, and then get to the get to the stage and that'll be it. And I'm like, great. I think I have like 40, 40 minutes, 30 minutes at this point. Um. So I walk to my car. Um, I I get my cup of tea out of my driver's side like seat in my little like to-go cup. And I'm like drinking it. I'm like, this is almost done. I'm just gonna drink this and then I'm gonna go get changed. Um, so they didn't have like a green room or anything. They didn't even put us like, like honestly, the most humane thing that they could have done would be like, here is a, um, a conference room that you can just I don't know, not necessarily leave all your stuff in, but you can, you can have a cup of tea here. (laughs) Like, that's, that's really what I wanted. Um, did I get that? No, of course not. I didn't. Uh, so I was changing in a, in a cubicle. Um, like, it was, uh, it was horrible. Firstly, it was way too small. And like, the gown is a lot. Like, it is a floor length chiffon gown. And I'm wearing a pair of five inch stilettos with it. So I, so I put the toilet seat down. Actually, no, I go into a cubicle that doesn't fucking have a toilet seat. I move to one that has like the full cover toilet seat, put that down. I start stripping off. I put all of my like daytime clothes on the toilet seat with like my like little like, sash and my crown on that as well. I get my gown out. Actually, no, I put on my shoes. I get my gown out. I get into the gown. I put the the sash on and I'm like, great. Now I have to put all of my nonsense, all of my daytime regular people clothes back into the suit carrier, zip up the suit carrier and go and put, and then I'm like, okay, we got this. We're doing great. Oh, and I also fully have my like fanny pack with like my tuner and my kazoo and everything in it. Honestly, I made it difficult for myself. Anyway, so I do all of this. I go and I like get exit the cubicle and I go and put my headdress on and I pin it in. Um, and I and I'm like <laughs> I'm leaving and the toilet attendant is like, "You look amazing." And I'm like, "Thank you." And I'm like walking to the stage. I'm like a woman behind me is like, "It's a goddess." And I go, "It's me." <laughs> And then, and then my like stiletto tap came off, like the, the like plastic taps on the bottom of a stiletto came off. And so one foot was just like metallic clicking the entire walk to this, up this hill to this like pretend village, village green that I was playing on. Um, and I was like, Oh, fuck. I am literally on a muddy slope in a pair of stilettos. (laughs) In a floor-length gown, in a pair of stilettos. And I'm like... Oh, okay. Well, this will, this will be, so I go around and then like the, the gals from BBC and the girl from like Horizons was there and they were like, we have to take some pictures because you wore a fashion. I'm like, I'm truly like, I wore a fashion. Thank you. Please take some pictures. And so we like to like a full photo shoot. Um, We're just like, I'm just like throwing my, (laughs) just like throwing myself in a bunch of boxes. I'm doing like a bunch of stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the most as per usual. Again, I like, I brought a harp. I might as well bring a gown. Um, and so we did all of that and I was like, okay, five minutes until I start. Um, Danielle Minty, Daniel Minty from uh, Minty's Gig Guide to Cardiff, a podcast, a different podcast. This is the first time I've ever um, promoted or plugged a, um, a podcast by a white cisgendered man. Um, 
I just don't know any. This was the first one I ever met. So he was like, hi, I'm going to be like introducing you. And I was like, oh, great. He's going to get the crowd hyped for old Sammy. Yeah. And again, I am like, so this is, this is hell for me because as well as it being muddy, the sound tech bit, like the backstage is literally like right next to an overgrown hedge that like all of the branches of this beech tree are just like coming over and like, like, like basically there is this teeny tiny gap between like the short gazebo that I keep getting stuck on with my headdress and the tree that I keep getting stuck in, in my headdress. <laughs> well, all while balancing on mud in stilettos. <laughs> Why did I do this? Anyway, so he's like, I'm gonna warm up the crowd. And I'm like, great, he's gonna do a great job. He gets up stage and he essentially cools down the crowd. Like, he's like, are you ready? And people are like whooping. And he's like, no, no, we're not gonna whoop. We're gonna do like a 4 p.m. golf clap. And I'm like, oh God, no. No, it's like I, like, I can see the train wreck happening in front of my eyes. And I'm like, oh, great. This is, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go on stage and reverse whatever he just did. Fantastic. Okay, great. Um, so like, so he introduces me. I come on and I'm like, I'm like, oh, great. He's warmed you down now. So I'm going to have to like, get you all more excited for all me. Like, and so I do the set. Um, so I do the first three. So I'm doing, um, I, again, I didn't have fucking time to practice this specific set. So I was like, I'm just going to take the first 20 minutes out of the show and I'm just going to do that. Bearing in mind, there are children at this event and I have been asked not to swear. So, um, a lot of my show is just swearing in filth. That's essentially it. Um, and so like, yeah, I can't. I got, like I get to the I get to the first one and it's fine. I get to the second one and it's great. Um, third one, the introduction is just filth. I can't. I'm like I'm like trying to introduce it and I'm like, oh, there is no way for me to introduce this with children present. I'm like, okay, this is bad. <laughs> I'm just like trying my best. Anyway, so we do that and I'm like, okay, what time is it? And I've been on stage for 15 minutes and I have to do 20 to 30 and I'm like, oh god. Damn it! I'm gonna have to do another one, and so I'm just like trying to think of what I'm doing. And I do um, the new piece that I've written for the show. Um, what well, one of the two? The the first the 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 one that comes earlier in the show rather than the one that comes later in the show. Um, for those of you coming to the show, you'll be like, "Oh, that's appropriate." The other one was not appropriate, but this one appropriate. So I do that one. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do The Simple Joys of Maidenhood from Camelot. My fave. My fave and yours. I think I said something like, originated by Julie Garden, uh, by um, Julie Andrews, who is also a triple threat. I am a triple threat. I don't know what those threats are, but I'll see you later and may, I might make them. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I do that. It goes great. It goes great. And then I'm like, I get off stage and I'm like, okay, I have to, and again, this is a, this is a bandstand in a, in a village green, in a fake village green. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I'm in a full length, a full gown. So like, there's like lots of people. So I just like give them different things to hold. And then I like I put on my daytime dress, like over my head, take off my, my gown and then just like artfully get in and out of, of two gowns at the same time. It was art. It was incredible. That was the best part. Anyway, and then I packed myself up. I packed my little self up and I went on my way, but I did win the festival. I did win the festival. I brought a look. I did it. Yay me. I think, um, honestly, honestly, if we're being very honest with ourselves, I, um, <laughs> Like, like the guy, ne the guy that would be like following me in like an hour, like was just in a shirt and jeans. And I was like, ah, yes, no, I couldn't have done that. Like, like, cause everyone else at this festival was going to be like dressed like a normal human being, <laughs> just like a normal human being, like, but cool. And I'm not fucking cool. I'm incredible. Like, come on. Mm, you know? That's just me. That's my aesthetic. I'm, I'm a lot, and I understand that. Anyway, um, so I, I get home, I do my thing, and then I'm like, I gotta go to Little. And so I go to Little. I take off the lashes. Thank you. I'm not a monster. I take off the lashes. I walk to Little, and I won Little. 
And this is how you win little. And I think I have said this on the podcast before, but if you're like, you know how in little, little the grocery store, for those of you who don't, for our international listeners, little is a grocery store. Um, I think it's like a German grocery store um, that they have here. Yeah, never. It's great. It's fantastic. They scan all of the items really quick. And then you have to like grab all of your things and then like leave quickly is essentially it. This is how you win little. And I saw a woman do this the other day and I didn't dare and try it um, until until today when this woman did when the woman on the checkout was just like throwing things at me. Like truly the, the like person in front of me got all their things and then like as they didn't even have all of their things. And the woman on the checkout was just, like, scanning all of my stuff into her stuff. And I was like, okay, absolutely not, firstly. We're not doing that. And then, like, all of my stuff is just congealed into her stuff. And so, this is what you do to win little. You just don't fucking pay until you're packed and ready to leave. That's it. So I was like, like, I was like, mm, mm, absolutely not. This woman is like rammed all of my stuff into the previous lady stuff who is desperately trying to leave, like with her dignity intact and her small child, like that, that's it. And so I'm like packing my little self away. I'm taking my goddamn time. I'm holding my purse. And then I'm like, I'm paying by card just to give her something to do when I'm almost ready. And then I'm ready. I have all my bags and I boop boop and then we do it. And that was my third time telling that story because my laptop died <laughs> halfway through and then didn't record it the second time. And this is the third, third and final time in the space of a minute that I have told that story. So um, yeah, that's how you win it little. You don't pay until you're ready to leave. Like pack and then pay. That's maybe how you do it on the continent. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've, I've, I've never seen the sun. Um, anyway, so this has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Hickman, a woman who was in the newspaper. And for some reason, that was the third most exciting thing that happened to her this week. Uh, please come to my one woman show, Margin the Moon. It's on Tuesday, this Tuesday, which is tomorrow for you, the 10th of September. Doors at 7 p.m. It starts at 7.30 and it finishes at about 9.30. And we'll be out of there and home and dry by 9.30 uh, because it's a Tuesday. Tickets are five pounds. You can get them at um, themooncardiff.com or um, on any of my social medias. There's a link in the bio or maybe I'll put one in the bio in the link of this description. There we go. See you then. See you Tuesday. Bye, everyone.